Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson from SaveWithConrad.com. Heads up, homeowners. All of a sudden, your house is worth more than ever these last few years. But what are we going to do with that newfound equity? No, I'm not suggesting you sell your house or go buy something else. But didn't we all make this decision when we bought a house where we said, hey, someday we'd like to, and one day it would be nice if, maybe it's the dream kitchen, maybe it's an in-ground pool, maybe it's a man cave, but you've got this newfound equity, and I think we should use some of that equity to turn your house into your dream home with no money out of pocket. But even better than that, we're routinely helping folks do this, and they wind up with a cheaper monthly payment. So if you got the dream house you always wanted, with no money out of pocket, and your payments went down? How easy is that? Find out how easy it is to turn your house into your dream home with no money out of pocket right now at SaveWithConrad.com. We can't wait to hear about your projects. Tell us what your dream is. We're gonna help you make it happen at SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lenders, woo! Words are about to be spoken here on the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy, presented to you by the ad-free shows and podcast heat networks. I am John Alba. That is the broken one, woken one, spoken one himself, Mr. Matt Hardy, coming to us from the Hardy compound this week. What's up, my man? Oh, you know, here hanging out. Uh, I flew home this morning. I have less than 24 hours home. And then this weekend, uh, if you guys are in the Providence, Rhode Island, area i hope you guys come out and see me i'm going to be at the rhode island comic-con on friday saturday and sunday it's going to be a blast so nothing you'd rather do than be at home for less oh than God. 24 hours and taping the extreme life of matt hardy knowing that any member of the gaggle could just <laughs> vault in at any moment's notice yeah anyone except maxwell i think maxwell is off the off the board tonight he's uh feeling a little under the weather so he's got a bad tummy ache he's chilling upstairs okay all right. Well, I'm probably going to have a bad tummy ache when we get into some of the nitty gritty of this episode, because we have a very unique topic here uh, on the extreme life of Matt Hardy this week, as we are going to do a watch along of the time that Matt Hardy won Fear Factor. And it is going to be a fun episode to look back upon. And I've never seen it in full, so I look forward cool. to doing that. Uh, but but before we uh, continue to move forward here, Matt, there's a lot going on in the world right now, inside the wrestling world. And uh, uh-huh. we got to hit on some of the happenings that will be affecting the House Hardy and, of course, AEW. And that first one, Matt, 
We are coming to WrestleCade with a very special presentation. What yes, we would are. that be, my friend? Becoming broken, which is going to be amazing. We touched on this. We did a, a multi-part uh, series of podcasts covering the whole transition into becoming Broken Matt Hardy. Uh, but we're going to do it live, and we're going to have one of the guys who was there and was pretty influential in it as well, especially through the Big Money Matt stuff, and that was EC3. He's going to be there. He's going to be a special guest host. My buddy, uh, who I won my first major title from, Ron Simmons, he's going to be there. Damn! You know, it's going to be a great time. Uh, Rebecca, Queen Rebecca is going to be there. Gothic Baby will be there. And you never know who else is going to pop up. What would ever become of Broken Gothic Baby? I don't know. I think Broken I think Broken Matt Hardy and Gothic Baby would be great friends, though. Just, in, you know, if, if we weren't even father-daughter, I think they, they would be great friends because they, uh, they, they kind of like the same stuff. You got a little bit of a, a dark, dark sense of humor. For sure. No doubt about that. Well, we are so excited to bring this show to, as Matt said, we covered this in long form on our Becoming Broken series available in the archives, ExtremeHardy.com. And now we are bringing it to the stage at WrestleCade. Pick up your tickets now, WrestleCade.com, Friday, November 24th, 8.30 p.m., 9 p.m., right in that general wheelhouse. We're going to be following up the GCW show that's going on there. Three days in a row, Matt Hardy WrestleCade is going to be bringing that family-friendly fun to Winston-Salem. Uh, this is one of your favorite events of the year. Brother Nero is going to be doing yes. a live concert after you guys wrestle your match at WrestleCade. Just going to be a fantastic time. I'm going to be there. You're going to be there. So many of the House Hardy peripheries is going to be there. What do you love about WrestleCade? I mean, it, it's great because it's in my backyard. It's 100 miles away uh, without a doubt we are in hardy country and i was one of the guys they kind of leaned on heavily to get russell Cade started i was the guy who was the first champion i kind of kicked off the show I, I i did so many things there in the past in some ways i feel like i'm the godfather of russell Cade. and uh just for everyone that's watching this uh and listening to it watching or listening bright and early friday morning tonight during smackdown russell Cade is going to announce who has accepted our open challenge. That match is going to be made tonight during SmackDown. You may be the godfather of WrestleCade, but there are no who's allowed here on the extreme life of Matt Hardy. That is one of our rules for sure. Uh, I can't, I can't no, no lies detected, John. No <laughs> lies detected. WrestleCade.com. Go get your tickets. It is going to be an absolute blast. Cannot wait for that. Uh, so, AW announces this week, Matt Hardy, that Rick Flair is coming in. This one kind of came out of left field. We saw Rick start showing up last week with Sting as Tony Khan's special gift to Sting. Uh, now it's a multi-year deal with Rick Flair coming into AW. It's been a, a pretty polarizing reaction to it. Uh, what's your take on that? I know Rick is a big Hardy Boys fan in his own right. He is. And uh, I I'm... I'm good friends with Rick. I've always gotten along well with him. Uh, but it, it's really interesting. I, honest honest to God, I just expected Rick was there through Sting's final match and his retirement, which is what now, like four, four months, four, four months, four and a half months. I figured that was the run that Rick was going to do, and then he would he would be, be finished. And he's doing something with uh, his energy drink as well, I know. But 
lo and behold, he has signed for years. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that very opinionated and very outspoken AEW fan base react to him as time goes on. It's going to be really, really interesting. That it certainly will be. We'll be following along as that transpires and we let it play out. And speaking of let it play out, I want to remind you guys right there, if you're watching, you click that little QR code, you scan it, mm -hmm. and it's going to take you right to the Extreme uh, Life of Matt Hardy Merchandise Store, BoxTheGimmicks.com. Uh, if you're not watching and you're just listening, head on over to BoxTheGimmicks.com and pick up your Extreme Life of Matt Hardy Merchandise. Wear it to WrestleCade. Wear it to any of these conventions yes. where you see Matt Hardy. We love to see the podcast representation. I know that's one of your favorite things when someone comes up to you at a convention or a signing and they tell you it's the best. they love the extreme life, right? Yeah. I mean, when you have something like this podcast, which, you know, John, you laid out the idea originally. We were in Chipotle. That's where we first met and we started talking about it. And we kind of, you said, okay, we let's do this. Let's give it a shot. When you start at the very bottom and you have a very uh, grassroots type project and you work your way and you can you build your way up it's something that you you love like a child because it's your creation and it's something you pour all your passion and and love and energy into and that's how this podcast is for me i know it is for you as well so yeah we love when people come up and they say oh my god i love the podcast or i listen to the podcast every week or keep doing the podcast you guys do a great job you know just little by little we continue to grow we continue to, to get the word out there and uh, and, it, and it becomes a little bigger the snowball keeps gaining size and speed as it rolls down the hill certainly so you can show your support for us too by leaving that five cinco five cinco five star review wherever you get your podcast apple spotify google play any of those and youtube leaving a comment that all goes such a long way so we really really do appreciate that all right matt i don't want to waste any more time here because we got this whole episode to get into so please without further ado hit us with that matt fact Matt fact, Matt takes supplements three times a day. And what do you mean by that? I have three different sessions during the day. Very much a creature of ritual, as I've said in the past. Uh, so when I when I wake up, you know, I, I, I take a Prevagen uh, just because my I have uh, uh, fell on my head a, a few times over the last 32 years. Uh, I, I take a Prevagen. I take a fat burner and I usually take some sort of pre-workout or it could be almost like an amino pre-workout. I have to something like that before I do my cardio. Then after I finish my workout, I come up, I take a Tamiflex, which is for your joints, amino acids, a test booster. And then I also take like an amino acid. And then right before I go to bed, that's my very last session of taking supplements. Once again, I take uh, a couple of amino acids. I take my test, bo test uh, boosters twice a day. Uh, I take fiber, and uh, and I call it a day. But it's just every single day. It's over and over and over again. I have to make sure to take those things with me. It's it's very much, uh, it's very much my routine, and I and I don't ruin it. I, I stick to it every single day. Oh man, you gave the internet quite a bit of fodder there, where you talked about falling on your head a few times. That's gonna be. All over there, Matt yeah. Hardy concussed doing his podcast. I'm oh, there you have it. Surprised he didn't suffer a concussion just talking. Goodness, <laughs> I'll let him go nuts, man. Let him have fun. These people, if, if, if you're one of those fans online, they get mad that uh, all the wrestling, uh, internet wrestling reporters, uh, 
you know, post stuff and, and we make headlines because we talk about interesting stuff and we have interesting viewpoints, interesting opinions. And if you get mad about all that and you don't like me and you think I'm a pariah, fine. Have it your way. There's plenty of people that don't. And those are the people that I'm catering to now. Because once again, even at AW, myself and Jeff, we've been very, very nice for a long time. We were willing to give back and give back and give back. But now we really hadn't been shown the respect that we should have been getting all along. So now we're going to stop giving and we're going to start taking. So we're not becoming hill. We are becoming real. And you are going to see the most realistic version of Matt Hardy that you've ever seen coming up in the future. I like the sound of that. I think that's a great way to go about moving forward here and trying to plot that path for you and brother Nero uh, into the future. And hopefully we'll see some good opportunities for you guys coming up soon in AEW and uh, the fans will just have to uh, proverbially suck it <laughs> as, as one man with three H's used to say. I mean, okay, hey, to, Matt. To, the, to, to the malcontents out there, keep doing your thing, man. I'm sitting here smiling. I don't know. This week I went from being an AEW shill to a WWE shill, so it's 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 very difficult. You know, as 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 Wolfgang Hardy once said, Matt, it's very hard. It's very <laughs> hard. Yes. It's very hard it living life as a double very... agent for AEW and WWE. Yes, yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> Alba, John Alba. <laughs> I'd say shaken, not stirred, but we know I'm not letting my hair get either. So that's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> that is that was one of uh, that, that was one of uh, Lord Wolf's game, Lord Wolf Gang's very astute uh, mottos and sayings. Sometimes he comes through with some some real uh, oh, some real magic. He's right. Life is very hard. It's very hard. Yeah. It's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't hate it. He's he's not wrong. <laughs> okay, Matt, we're going to watch Fear Factor here. I'm going to queue it up. I'm going to leave a YouTube link because I, I can't find anywhere to stream it. It, it might be on the cock. I'm not sure if it is. It, it could, you could queue yeah. up the cock. I, I, I'm not sure. Um, but um, there is a YouTube link that I'm going to leave in the description if anybody would like to watch along with us. And we're going to watch it from the start here. And uh, if you're watching via YouTube, you're not going to be able to see any of it. There's going to be a copyright thing over it but we are going to talk through it the entire time and you're going to give some anecdotes because this is one of the more unique editions of the extreme life of matt hardy because i've never heard any of these stories and i'm very excited to so i also, are you ready? I, also I am but i gotta i gotta throw in one little nugget here you just said cue up the cock and i, I love that that's kind of like a reoccurring <laughs> phrase right it's, it's a re reoccurring motif here on on the uh yes, the extreme of life of matt hardy so uh my wife wanted me to watch a Halloween movie, and I was like, oh, okay. She said, how about The Bride of Chucky? And I mean, I remember the first Chucky. It was a little more creepy. What I think that's all I watched. A little more serious, right? I said, sure, that sounds good. It would be fun. I've never seen it. You know, cool. We'll watch it. And oh, my God, it was absurd. But it was actually on Peacock, right? I said, oh, shit, okay, you're, you're queuing up the cock. And she's like, oh, Matthew. You know, she's <laughs> almost like she's had it. You know, it's like on her last nerve now because anytime she talks about Peacock, I hit you up the cock because that's our go to, man. It is, it's, it's our bit. It's one Tell of our she needs to listen to bit. more of the extreme life of Matt Hardy. <laughs> yeah, it's a good shtick. It is a good bit. I'm with you. Yeah, I invented it, but who cares? <laughs> yes, you invented it. You're the creator. All right. 
Well, we are not going to waste any more time. Let's get to it. Cue up your video in five, four, three, two, one. Begin. Uh, the classic. The, the, dude, this, this just. I, I think perspective is needed here. Fear Factor yeah. was one of the biggest shows in the world at this time. Yeah. Who approached you about appearing on it? Um, I want to say it was uh, one of Talent Relations' secretary. I think they reached out and contacted us. But they said it's a big deal. It's going to be a big opportunity. And one thing that might surprise people, like, you know, this is, we're going to watch whatever 40 minutes here. You know, it's, it's 40 minutes on a, an hour TV program. But it took us three days to do this deal. We, uh, we did one of the challenges each single day. And that's how this whole thing worked out. Uh, but yeah, it, it was a big deal and they wanted people that could really represent WWE as good as possible. And, uh, it was really cool that Jeff and I were the first two people that they reached out to cause they probably knew we were the craziest two. So you, you guys were the first two people that they reached out to. Yeah. Was yeah. I mean, your... this is like fear, fear, fear factor was tailor made for us, especially then when we were young and healthy yeah. team extreme was, yeah. was this something that was a no doubter for you when they asked? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. Honestly, honest to God, I had not watched a. I I didn't watch the show before. I didn't watch anything because we were so busy at this at this point in our career, right? But then I went back and started watching some once I knew we were going to do it. And the one thing I was worried about was like having to like put my head into like a uh, into a box of spiders or tarantulas or whatever. That that was the main thing. I was like, man, if it's some food and eating stuff, I have a stomach of fe. You know what I mean? I can I can eat anything. You got that reference too. I love that. Yes, I do. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I and I always said they said like, "Are you worried about the eating challenge?" I said, "No." I said, "Like my dad cooked first growing up." I said, "I was used to eating nasty shit." That was always my inside joke, right? So uh, yeah, I, I was cool with that, and I was really happy that we had an eating challenge. We're gonna get into that when we reach <clears throat> the eating challenge because if there's anything I could not do, it is undoubtedly <clears throat> that, <laughs> like without question. Uh, yeah. So, Brother Nero is the first guy they're showing here. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people probably would have thought Jeff would have been the favorite in this thing. Most people did. I think a lot of people did. But then some people, like you asked Shane Helm, Shane said, no way. He said, especially if they have to eat something, he said, it's Matt through and through. <laughs> you know, he, he just, he, he knew, you know, that I had this unrealistic, monstrous stomach. That's that's going to play a big part of this episode. So we saw Jacqueline yeah. there as well. Now, Jacqueline, she's a badass, isn't she? She Yeah, she was. She legitimately was. She always has been, and she was then. She was great. And it's, this is I, I got a more one-on-one -on -one time with, with Jackie uh, during these three days than I ever had before in the past, which was, which was very, very cool. And uh, I enjoyed getting to know her, and it was fun that it came down to me and her at the end. And uh, I'll never forget. We'll see it later on, but when we're doing the last challenge, she is froze there. And it was probably like 15 or 20 minutes before she would move. And just myself and Joe Rogan were just like making fun. We were trying to like encourage her, but we were kind of making fun of her as well. And, and it was so funny. They cut it down, you know, to like 90 seconds or whatever it is. But literally, sure. it was 15 or 20 minutes. It was crazy. Uh, we saw Test there. We saw Lita there. We're seeing Molly yep. Holly right now. When you see test, Matt, is, is it a little bittersweet for you? I mean, I know Andrew Martin's not someone that comes up a ton on our podcast, but 
Yeah. He was someone you were in the Funkin' Dojo with, and you were yeah. there running the territories with him in those early days. Do you, is, is it yeah. difficult for you no, to see we, someone we, like him? Yeah, we came up with him in the system. So, yeah, and we got to know him really good. And there were he had like this, he put on this front, you know, he had this veneer, you know, that he was this arrogant guy. And he said, but he was, he was really a very nice kind guy but he he was just he had that sense of humor his sense of humor was almost like you know i'm i'm arrogant or i'm narcissistic or whatever but he he was great and it does it just it's it, it's sad to think about a story and all that he could have been and, and the potential he could have had and and the amazing life he could have had for himself so it does looking back at it it, it is heartbreaking take me through this so our first challenge here is going to involve you guys trying to climb a ladder that is yeah. hanging off of a helicopter are you made aware ahead of time of what the challenges are going to be no i remember they walked us out on this pier and i was just like Ugh, like are we gonna have to do some kind of swimming or diving and then I'll, I'll never forget it was such a great reveal this helicopter came flying across and then the ladder was hanging down it was like going around in circles they said okay the first person or, or whoever can climb into the helicopter the fastest, you know, from the men and from the women will, you know, 100% move on to the next round or whatever. Uh, so that was like the challenge. So we did not know. We had no idea what we were in for that day. That's so crazy. So are you signing waivers or anything like that before you? Oh, oh of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah you sign, sign waivers. You sign your life away. <laughs> I was going to say, can't be responsible for any of that. That's yeah. so when you see a challenge like that is in front of you, are you feeling pretty good about something like that? I'm thinking right there. I'm like looking and you know what I'm saying? Cause we ended up picking number that they, they, we had, we did something where we picked out stuff and it determined the order that we went in. And I, and I said to myself, like, thank God I'm not first because I'm sure there's some strategy behind this. So hopefully I can learn from the other's mistakes. So uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was hoping to, uh, to get a good peep on this and figure out what was the best, best way to do this and do it as fast as possible. I mean, we know how fearless you are in the ring and stuff, but you're not dealing with heights quite like that. Do, do heights make you anxious at all? Um, at, at this point, not at all. Now that I have kids and I have, you know, stuff to lose and I, I need to be healthy. Yeah. Uh, it's tricky. And one of the things that was super hard from this, is just starting on the very bottom of the ladder and hanging there because you literally, as it's going in a circle, that means your body weight doubled or tripled. They gave us some statistic of what it was, but then you literally have to pull yourself up. You know yeah. what I mean? It's all upper so that, body strength. It's all upper body strength right there. So we're just figuring that out. So like, once again, when these legs started hooking and there was a way to turn yourself up, I said, Oh, that, that there might be something there. Like, let me, let me, let me, let me put that in my back pocket and keep it, keep it, uh, keep it in the back of my mind. Uh, as far as like falling off this ladder and going in to the ocean or whatever, I, I wouldn't have sweat that. I've been all good with that. I wasn't concerned or worried about that. I literally, I mean, I just, I wanted to, to do good on the show and win <laughs> almost yeah. just for like a, for a, a, a bragging right, you know, for, for my own ego and pride, I guess. Yeah. So the idea here is to get, up the ladder into the helicopter as quickly as possible. Yes. That's, that's yeah. the notion there. So whoever was the slowest on the men's team and the women's team, or if you fell, then that means you were eliminated. 
Joe, did, that, that did was, you feel confident that everyone here would be able to accomplish this? I I did. I did. And I'm yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to share all my secrets here in just a minute. I yeah. kind of half-assed sabotage Jeff, I think, because I gave him some bad <laughs> advice. So you'll see that in just a second. Uh, up next is Mighty Molly here. What do you think what do you think of Molly Holly as a compliment to your friend the Hurricane? She was really good at it. Uh, she was like willing to go all in, you know. And once again, if if you're doing, you're doing a, a character or a gimmick like that that is so extreme and over the top, you have to be committed to it. She was committed to the bit, so that's that's very important. Like if if you really want it to work, you have to be committed to it. And it, and it was funny too because you know she was such a nice, quiet, very like good, you know, by the books through and through and through. You know, female. You know, it's like it's almost fun to see her out there and kind of you know step out of her comfort zone and, and do something crazy yeah and i see immediately, I immediately yeah. turns the, the the legs up you know what i mean sticks the legs in there and then starts going so you can get your feet underneath you so you can use your feet a little bit and i i take a note it's like oh that's got to be the way to go that's got to be the way to go yeah I, this is definitely one where being the first to go is at a severe disadvantage a huge a massive disadvantage yeah yeah, I mean, the time to beat for Molly here is a minute 55 seconds. That's what Lita did. And now yeah, oh, Molly, she's up there almost. Yeah. Yeah, she's 50 seconds in and she's nearly at the at the window. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there you go. Minute and 25 seconds. For a lot of people like me, it is very difficult to maintain your workout regimen when the seasons start to change. Your routine is going to change when the weather starts to shift. You're not going to have access to the outdoors. Or maybe your personal life changes and you lose access to your gym or equipment that you had in the past. We know that working out is full of positives, but sometimes we have to adjust on the fly. You want to sleep better. You want to look better. You want to feel better. But as you get stronger, sticking to the same old routine can lead to a plateau in results. So let me help you keep your momentum going on your progress with FitBod. Now, FitBod is an app that creates personalized workouts based on your goals, abilities, and your gym setup while helping you track and visualize your progress along the way. It is extremely accessible. It is so easy to navigate. And I know that when I'm on the road a lot, just like Matt Hardy... Because I really do. I've I've tried. I'll, I'll tell you guys this. This is truth. I am down 15 pounds over the course of the last month and a half. And that's because I've changed my lifestyle. And FitBod has been a big part of that. Because when I'm on the road, I've been on the road three times in the last month and a half. I'm trying to get access to different workout equipment. It's going to be a completely different setup at every hotel that I'm at. And with FitBod, I can customize my experience to what is available and then be able to to build positive fitness habits off of that and stay consistent. FitBod's powerful technology understands your strength training ability, it studies your past workouts, and it adapts to your available gym equipment. The app intelligently varies your intensity and volume and tracks muscle fatigue and recovery to design a well-balanced workout plan. The app keeps your gym sessions fresh and fun by mixing up your workouts with new exercises, rep schemes, supersets, and circuits. And you can keep track of your achievements and personal bests with FitBod's all-new progress tracking charts while learning new movements the right way with more than 1,000 exercise demonstration videos. It's never been easier to get results you've always wanted. Check out FitBod. Get 25% off your subscription at fitbod.me slash hardy. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash hardy. 
mm-hmm. 27 seconds. Molly is in. So the pressure is on Jacqueline here to have to try and beat that. You would also think the smaller you are, there's probably more of an advantage. Like a guy like Andrew Martin, Tess, probably a little bit, even though he could cover more ground, the nimbleness might be a little more difficult there. Oh, uh, indeed. Yeah. And also weighing more too. Right. He he was, he he was a big fan of, he would say like, just, he would say, Hey, what's going on jobber? You know, that, that was like, that's very much a test thing. You know, anytime I kind of hear that word, he just used it regularly. He thought it was the funniest word ever, like from when he was being trained. And he's like, hey, how you doing, Jobber? What's up, Jobber? And he would just smile and laugh about it each time. I always, uh, it was very much an endearing statement whenever you'd hear from him. Where is this? Is this California? Uh, yes, it is. It is California. So it is outside of LA. Yeah. Can't remember the specific beach, but I remember it took us about, because we were staying in LA right downtown and we, we were in uh, a van or a bus or whatever it was that took us out there, some shuttle for like almost an hour to get to where this was. So this ended up being a long day. I mean, because they did like, uh, first we got it there the first day we had to do all of those shots you saw in the beginning, like where we were shirtless and whatever we took, we did a whole bunch of different shots and they did the opening and we had to do all these liners. <laughs> Andrew just hit me with a joke. And, uh, and then uh, then we ended up getting in the shuttle. We went here. We did this challenge, and uh, we did all this. They obviously shot many different, uh, very much like isolated shots during this, obviously. So this this took quite a long time to do, you know, and they cut into a very nice package. So about how many cameras are there with you, if you can recall? Five or six. Five or six. Isn't that crazy yeah. how they cut all of that down? I've just always been fascinated yeah. about the – the live production of a reality show like this. Oh yeah. 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 It was probably five or six cameras. And especially because that, I mean, there's like a lot of stuff going on because you're wanting to record these people and you're getting that wide shot and then you're cutting back to get expressions from the people in the group. Okay. So Jacqueline is climbing now. She's got to be a minute 55. She's 30 seconds in. She's about halfway up the ladder. And she uh, she did the deal too, where she rolled up and hooked her hooked her leg first, right? She yeah. did. She's yeah. slowing down a little bit though. Yeah, she's she's making this look like it. It's gonna go into extra innings. Looking like we might have a tie here. Well, she, a she's picking up the momentum a little in. bit. Here she goes. That's she's a crazy reading. view. Even you see that view out of the helicopter there. And she is nearly there. She's there at a minute and 33 seconds into the helicopter. So Lita's out. Jacqueline and Molly are moving on. How high up would you say that that helicopter is? Uh, I would probably say it was uh, 30, 30 to 40 feet over the water, just depending on how up and down it is. I, I think the ladder was... 18 feet long that we had to climb up. And you're not on a harness or anything. You're freestanding there. Freestanding. Yeah. Yeah. We just have a life jacket. That was it. Curious how that would have gone these days. Cause it feels like a pretty substantial head injury could be (laughs) sustained with a fall. Yeah. Which, you know, a thing or two about Uh, a little bit. Yeah. I've I've had uh, just a couple. As you're I had a couple, 
as your, your mouth body, as your body rapidly decays on you. Yeah. I saw some guy on Twitter that uh, was, was mad at you. Did you happen to see that? It was like one thing about the podcast that the way he always talks about your body deteriorating, get rid of John Alba. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's a bit guys. Yeah. It's a bit. <laughs> oh. Here we go. So, so I was I'm trying first. to come up with a kayfabe reason to put Matt Hardy at a disadvantage within the context of a match. There you have it. <laughs> Trying to get a little sympathy on me. That's right. That's all it was. It's just being a good baby face. So how do you think? How do you think you're gonna do this? I think I'm gonna do good. I think I'm gonna kill it. Yeah, you felt good about this. I did. I did. <laughs> Even with the Jimmy legs, huh? Yeah, that they're probably mentioning the Jimmy legs already. The Jimmy legs just got more Jimmy as uh, those leg drops continued this time. Look at that shot. That's cool. Man, you had a chiseled jawline. <laughs> looking, looking stoic. Here we go. Right. Immediately, go. I knew to I knew to hook the Jimmys. Struggling. And my my, my Jimmys were good too. <laughs> he's he's explaining the Jimmy legs yep. to Joe Rogan. Yep. And there then I, I I decided to go up the side too because. Uh, that's what Molly did, and she had the best time. So I like follow her lead. Mm. Yeah, I mean you're cruising here. Yeah. And wow, look at that! A minute in, you are in the helicopter officially at a minute one. and one second. And I remember right there, Jeff was just saying like, uh, "Just oh, that was a good time," because <laughs> <laughs> everybody you know expected him to to win this deal. Yeah. So here comes Test coming to do it. You felt pretty good about that. You're yeah, I was I was upset it was over a minute though. I, I wanted it to do fifty-eight or fifty-nine seconds. That's why I know I did that because he said it was one oh one. I was like, damn it. It looks like the wind was really whipping that night. It too. was. It was very, very windy this day. It was also chilly. When when in the day is this? I can't tell if it's sunrise or sunset. Uh it's it's a little later in the day because we had to do all okay. that stuff that morning. So okay. it's probably three, four. Gotcha. Okay. It's a, it's a sunset. A sun is setting, I think. Okay. So brother Nero is going to take a shot here. So, and I tell Jeff before I said, dude, I said, I thought I could break a minute. I said, I think where I messed up is using my legs. I said, if I did just use my upper body strength and pulled myself up, you know, rung by rung. I said, I think, I, I think I would have went under a minute. I said, that's the way to do it. That's the way to go. So you were ribbing so, him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I may have like tried to leak some bad advice to him. <laughs> he just said, what do you think? What's the best route? You were ribbing him. You know, that's that's, that's what, I mean, it's, it's every man for himself, brother, in the WWF. Did you sense any fear from him? From for Jeff? I could just tell he's like, oh, Matt did he I can see like Matt did it really good. And and what we're gonna watch in a second, I feel like when he knew he didn't beat my time. He just said, fuck it, I'm going to go out big. And that's why he ends up crashing and burning off the thing. I I, I, pro I promise he did. He said he was blown up and like, you know, just his, <laughs> he said his upper body was upper body was burnt, trying to pull himself up with his upper body the whole while. But I, I think he just did it like to steal the show. Just to once again, like just have everybody talking about his crazy spot. Just notorious for that. Pulled, a, uh, pulled a Ron Look, Simmons, get in and get out. Yeah. And he's doing it, pulling himself up with his upper body. Yeah, you're right. You you, you got in his head. <laughs> I, did. I did, yeah. Oh, my goodness. 
Yeah, he's struggling. <laughs> and it was so, I mean, like, once again, you're like, they said if, if it's going around, like with the, uh, what is the term whenever you're going in a circle, the inertia, or what, it, that's not even the right term. Well, I mean, but, you're pulling like G-force as you're going around like that. Yeah, but but your, your, your body weight is like three times what it normally is. Yeah. Something crazy. All right, so he just surpassed your time, so you know look, you're moving now, look, on. Look, he's all the way up here. And he's like, look, I didn't win this. Like, fuck it, I'm going out big. But I don't get that. I mean, he's at a minute 19, and then there he goes. He wipes out. He's the first person <laughs> to wipe out. I don't get that because he very well could have beaten Test here. Yeah, he would He would have, I think. <laughs> God, look. I think deep down you knew he did that on purpose. Uh, I, I, I guess. That was my speculation for sure. And then uh, – <laughs> Yeah, he's right there. Look at him. He was right there. <laughs> Bam. That's I think him, he wanted you know. to feel that. I think he, he wanted just, to feel that bump. Maybe. he. It's a possibility. And also, I think he's like, oh, well, if I leave and get out of here, I get to go home. I don't have to stay out in this place. <laughs> because that's that, but Jeff's very much, he's always been like that. Like, he just wants to be home. So it's three days. Well, the prize here is $50,000 for a can, for a. Uh, yes. A, We're a charity, charity of, your of your choice. You chose the uh, American Cancer Society. Yes. Yes. Why did you choose that? Just for my mother, you know, just like yeah. she died of cancer, you know, yeah. when we were young. So it was always a, a big deal to me. I, I'm not a fan of cancer. You know, cancer is just such a, such a terrible, sinister, you know, disease. I'm having a blast with this, by the way. This is great. Yeah. Yeah, this will be fun. Right. I think I hit him. I said, all right, I said, good luck out there, jobber. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling pretty good, man. I was, you know. Man, you I know, when he came in as like the bodyguard for Motley Crew, could you not come up with a more perfect like embodiment of what that guy looks like? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he looked sure. like a big, bad bodyguard. Mm -hmm. The very dramatic helicopter shot. Right, so now he's going. He's going uh, head over heels oh, yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. He 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 knew. He 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 learned from Jeff's mistake too. He was a big guy too. Yeah. I mean, for him to do that, he was very big. He was very athletic too. Yeah. Let me see. How very tall athletic. He was. He was six six. He was six six. Honestly, I would have pegged him to be even taller than that. Yeah. I think he was like legit six six. I think they may have like said he was six eight or whatever. So all, all he had to do here was finish. He yeah. just he just had to finish. Yeah. <laughs> and he's struggling to, but yeah. There he's on the copter now, and in two minutes and about 17 seconds, he's able to get into the helicopter. So Jeff had this thing won. <laughs> yeah, he did. I but he had, the, he had the, the, the stunt man inside of him came up. I, I think he wanted that no mercy bump, you know? Yeah, right. It was very, very uh, reminiscent. Okay. So Tess, Molly, Jacqueline, and you are moving on yes. to the food round. To the food round. Which we had no idea what the next day was, right? Okay, so you get a day of rest here. 
Yep. We go home. We sleep. Jeff took a red eye home. <laughs> um, and now we go. This this was once again. We went to like this uh, real weird cultural area where there were all these interesting restaurants and shops and stuff in LA. I don't even. I can't remember the exact part. But then we went down to this place and they had it all lit up and and done up all creepy and spooky. This would be something my wife and Gothic baby would be all into. Very much so. <laughs> and I, once once uh, we found out it was an eating challenge, I was like good with it. And then like uh, Andrew was like, "Fuck!" I remember oh. he was so frustrated about it. So, th for those of you who never saw Fear Factor, don't remember this: the eating challenge. It's not how much can you eat; it's what are you eating. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. would throw all these absolutely disgusting things at you. They throw it at a blender, and you had to drink it. Yeah. And we're about to find out what those things are. I have it written down, so. We can uh, take a look through it. This is and I, uh, nauseating. I, yeah, I uh, remember too. Like they went through everything. There's a uh, what is it? Is it cow testicles? Okay, so here we go. So so pig brains is going to be the base ingredient. Yes. Yeah. And then there's pig intestine, durian, which is disgusting, animal fat, rooster testicles, cow eyes, veal brain, spleen cod liver oil, bile, and fish sauce. Yeah. So do you believe this was all shoot? Yeah. I mean, they apparently paid scientists a lot of money and people a lot of money to just make sure that you could mix all these things together and it wouldn't have a, a terrible adverse effect on people. I mean, that was that was the, the whole thing behind it. And also that was my rationale. I was like, oh, well, you know, they, they can't give you anything that will intentionally make you sick no but yeah, it's, it's just a matter of can you stomach it nba fans the wait is over basketball is back and DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nba is celebrating with an unbeatable offer new customers can score 200 dollars instantly in bonus bets for throwing down five dollars on the nba win or lose it doesn't matter. You're going to start the season with an instant dub. And with DraftKings parlays, everyone's got a shot at even bigger basketball wins. String together multiple bets from the same game or build your parlay across multiple games for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Basketball's more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code HARDY. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code HARDY. That's H-A-R-D-Y. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, KS. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, L.A., 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. 
All right, guys, we had a bit of a recording mishap as we hit that part of the episode. And you may notice Matt is in a different background right now. He teleported. I hate it. He teleported. I hate it. It's so dumb. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not going to even feed into that one. But um, Matt is now in Rhode Island and no longer at the Hardy Compound. Yes, I'm so, in the, the quaint city of Providence. Yes. So... We will be able to finish this episode in peace, and I look forward to it. We are sorry, sincerely sorry. This is the first time. We've had almost 100 episodes. This is the first yeah. time we've ever been late, and I take a lot of pride in that. So. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Uh, yeah, we'll, and it's on me. If anybody's mad, give me the heat. It's it's on There's Elon Musk Starlink. That's what it's really on. So yeah, well, give, give Elon the heat. <laughs> he needs to make a better product. So we are going to go to twenty three forty four. If you were watching along with us, Molly Holly is about to roll the dice to find out what she's about to eat. Here we go. Three, two, one. So what I was saying, Matt, was I don't think that it would come down to a matter of what am I eating? I think it would come down to, I don't, I don't feel like I can actually stomach this. Like she has to drink bile, codfish oil. And uh, I, I missed what the last one there was, but like, I just don't know if I could physically Never. get that down. Uh, yeah. I mean, and, <laughs> and two, I mean, I think it would be a, even, extra challenging for you because if they happen to throw like scrambled eggs on oh, there, you have a problem even get, that get that out of here get that out of here we are we that. are but it's so funny because that's the only thing i wouldn't be able to take down of like legitimate <laughs> foods that people eat <laughs> you throw right. anything else at me i'm good right, um, right i don't know i mean so you t tell me what was the most appalling about all of these because i assume you got to smell most of them like you're about yeah. to smell the codfish oil i believe the codfish oil was very, very bad. Uh, the bile was really, really bad. I, I knew whenever I was going to roll my die, uh, I, those are the two things I tried not to get. I specifically tried to roll them long ways so I wouldn't land on one of those things. Interesting. If I could get, if I could get like those, uh, the spleens or you know the you know, stuff like that that just wasn't oily and had that mm. terrible smell and terrible taste, I know it'd be a lot better off. Well, because they always say you eat with your eyes and you eat with your nose, so. If you could smell something that was off-putting, I mean, come on now, like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just the whole aura of this place, the whole aura of having all the ingredients sitting out in front of you, you know, in their organic form. It was, uh, it was something to behold. I mean, it was like a lot to take in. So there's already a huge mental aspect going into this, yeah. and you can see she's. She's struggling, man. Bless her heart. Well, let me ask you this. Was it smooth? Yes, my, mine was. I mean, I, I didn't drink theirs, but yeah, it was. they were all pretty smooth. I, I would imagine they tried to uh, get all different ingredients that would be able to blend up like that so it would go down kind of in, in one smooth swallow. She's, cr she's crying. 
She's crying. Yeah. Oh my God. Bless her heart. She's such a like a sweetheart, good kid, good person, good human being. And we're exploiting that on national television. Yeah. Look at that. Andrew Martin back there laughing. <laughs> Thought bubble over his head's going, fucking jobber. <laughs> so the base for this, keep in mind, are pig brains. Yes. And it's not like they're even cooked. They're like raw pig brains. Yeah. Yeah, we were, everything was raw dog. Dog. You were raw dog and all that? Mm-hmm. Have you ever had sesos? I know you live with a Latina wife. You know what sesos are? They're, yeah. they're cow brains. Yes. Uh, no, I've never had it. She she's not big into that. She she doesn't she doesn't really venture off the the typical Puerto Rican gotcha. eating trail. Gotcha. I've I've had sesos before. Cow brains. Honestly, it, it kind of tasted I, like ground beef. I feel like I, I I have had that as well, but it wasn't even. It was just like cow brains. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just the English version. Yeah. All right. So Jackie's rolling. She's got veal brain. Hmm. Duran, Dur durian. Yeah, that was that was that was pretty rough too. So that that had a terrible odor. That's, to a, it. that's a scent, yeah, and spleen. Yeah. Durian is like one of the phallus smelling. Yeah, I think it's is it a fruit technically? I think. I'm I'm not even sure. I just re I remember that that name haunts my head because I remember. Yeah, it. yeah. It's so it's a fruit, and right. it it kind of it's like spiky mm -hmm. and it is like very intense spoiled bananas and garlic which huh. sounds pretty terrible intriguing even though i do love garlic i am italian yes i'm uh, i'm fond of garlic as well okay so jackie's getting her stuff blended up you're looking on what what are you feeling here is it anticipation is it nervousness is it excitement I mean, it, it was, I just, especially after Molly was the first one to go, I was like, whoa, that was like, is it going to be really that bad? Like she was crying. Literally she broke down and it was traumatic and she was crying. Uh, Jackie's toughening, you know, she's like really toughening it up right here. And she, you can tell mentally she's got herself in a place where she's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Well, and it's like, there's so much you have to drink. That's a gigantic margarita it was glass. Huge. It was colossal. Oh, dude, she is a champ. Look at her. Yeah. I feel like she didn't get that bad. Like, she got the veal brain. The durian is a fruit. Like, people eat that. Yeah. That's not something that people don't eat. Yeah. And the spleen, it's just kind of, I, I don't know. I look at it kind of like a chicken liver kind of thing, I guess. Yeah, right. The, the spleen, like, I, I those were days off. Well, I was really happy when I wrote those. <laughs> I was hoping to get three. Okay, so she took it down. She's moving on to the finals. She's got a milk mustache right now. I might have I might have one of those. Yeah, you do. <laughs> all right, now it's Tessa's turn. This was all uh, this was all comedy. I almost wish we could go audio up on this, you know, but it's so funny. Cod liver oil. That's a bad one. Bile. Oh, dude, the thought of that's drinking a bad bile. one. Yeah, the thought of drinking bile. Yeah. I, that's and rooster testicle. Yeah. <laughs> rooster jewels. <laughs> he knows he's done. 
I can see it in his face right there. Have you ever had Rocky Mountain oysters? Uh, no. Never, never been an affinity for bull testicles. No, I've never had them. I've never had them. I know you've been to Denver many a times. Yeah, not to say that I wouldn't, but I, but I've never had. Yeah, them. would you try them? Um, yeah, maybe so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I never say never. In in my life, I never say never. Yeah, I, I, I would try Rocky Mountain oysters. I try. Yeah. They, you know, you're not just eating straight up bull testicle like they deep fry mm -hmm. it. They. Yeah. It's not like they're grinding up bull testicle into a blender here. Right. Look at his face. <laughs> he's trying to be tough as nails. Yeah. <laughs> he's he, he's broken right now though. He's 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 broken. Broken test. Yeah, he's he's mentally he's mentally and emotionally broken. He knows his, he knows it's over. Well, what would broken back on the exam? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Bottoms up. See, that was his mistake right there. He yeah, that was his... should have yeah, never he, done he, that. He does it again. Look. Yeah. Should have never done that. That was a mistake on his behalf. So, so there, there ends up being a lot of beeping. He's like, fuck that. Fuck that. No, no way. Fuck that. <laughs> now he's about to get into a fight with Joe Rogan. <laughs> Well, now Jackie can give him shit, right? Yeah, Jackie can't give him shit. Oh, he takes one little itty bitty step. He goes, "Nope, I'm out." <laughs> yeah, and, he, and he's, he's going, "Fuck that, fuck that." <laughs> <laughs> Look at that face. <laughs> he pats you on the chest. He says, "Go get him." <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, Andrew Martin, he uh. He he weaseled his way out of that one. He Jeff Hardy oh, yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what he did, Matt? He jobbed out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He turned to a job or you roll spleen. Yeah. You roll a second spleen. spleen. As I come on one more. And animal fat. Animal fat. Animal fat was the one that was stinky. Okay. But we we consume animal fat all the time. We do. Just this particular version they had was uh, very, was smelled very bad. Everything else, the pig brains and the spleen, like I would have, I would have no, no sold all of that because it was, if it had been three spleens and the pig brains, yeah, they were all right. Better than nothing. Yeah. Better than nothing. Now, so I still felt pretty good about this. I knew that animal fat was like, you know, you know, if you're ever eating uh, like a, a great, a good piece of meat, but then there happens to be like a little piece of like the fat on it, you know, no. that's almost like it's got that rendered. weird taste and and, and weird uh, yeah, texture. It's not, it's not rendered. Yeah. So so th there's one point where I'm drinking all this down, and uh, and it hits me a little bit, and I stop and I pause and I like get it together mentally, and then I go ahead and knock it out. Okay. So you say cheers, and you just cheers. go in here. Is this the worst thing you've ever tasted? No. Look at you. See, I, okay, you're cheating a little bit here. I <laughs> you're right. Yeah. I, I you, mean, I used it to my advantage. You're right. Of you, you wanted to make as big of a mess as possible. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make a spectacle. <laughs> this, you're this, not is wrong. Tapis, this is a tapestry if I've ever seen one. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is this where it hit you? Right there? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what's hitting you? The taste, the smell? Uh, just like the 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 taste the the taste of it inside your mouth, you know, like right before it's going down your throat. Yeah. So there you go. You you chug that. I mean, half of it's all over you. Yeah. <laughs> but well, I mean, that's psychology, huh? Yeah. You lost you lost a couple out. You lost um big hug for Joe Rogan. <laughs> you you lost a you. couple ounces there. Uh, it's uh, it's so <laughs> Jackie, I, I rub my face on them both. Um, and the, the funny thing was, there, I knew if I had some on my mouth, you know, I'm working smarter, not harder, necessarily, right? It's the Eddie Guerrero method, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the equivalence of you throwing the chair at the referee, yeah, 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 exactly. All right, it was, it was, it was extremely, it was chilly this day, it was cold this day. This looks like a fall day in Cameron, North Carolina, quite frankly. Yeah. You see, we got our jackets on. Who, who would have guessed we were in Southern California? So you're walking to this outdoor compound and you just see these giant sticks. You have no idea what's going on here. Yeah, exactly. Joe Rogan is showing you these giant totem poles. There are flags on each of them. And I knew when they said you had to bend down and keep your balance and do flexes, like, well, it's going to be tough for the Jimmy legs, brother. <laughs> so for this one, it's not so much the fear, it's more the challenge for you. Uh, yeah, I mean, this was just hard because it's hard for me to hold my legs because my, le my legs have never been, like, straight up and down, you know, like normal people do. No, like you're bow-legged. <laughs> well, also, I went, like, yeah, I mean, but – I went and I, I had x-rays in my pelvis. My pelvis is anatomically wider, like my hip joints. Yeah. My bones come out further. You know what I mean? So my, my legs are bent like that. So my knees just go wide as it is anyway. And then obviously, especially now in 2023, just all those leg drops for 10, 15 years, doing them, you know, four or five times a week, uh, didn't do me any favors to my lower back and, and mm -hmm. pelvis hips as well i do i'll tell you man even just watching it i love so much i love seeing those vintage hardy boys neon shirts you know i yeah. told you i'm so much of a mark for those because those were my first wrestling shirts i ever owned so just seeing you rocking yeah. those I, it, it must have been right around this time this episode aired in february 2002 so right when do you estimate that it was shot if it aired in february when do you think it was shot uh only a few weeks before, maybe a couple months before. I want to say it was like uh, December or so. Okay. So it was, yeah. All right. So what we don't see is they are they are showering you with water right now. Yes. There was water raining down on you. You know, <laughs> look, they're making fun of the Jimmy legs already. So you have to go from totem to totem with the rain yes. coming down and capture the flag on each one. And there are, it looks by my count, five or six totems yeah i think there's there's six there and each one went up by like eight eight inches or so yeah nine inches so you don't have to um you don't have cool to shot. worry about falling you're on a harness here yes yeah if you fall you fall and you can go back up it's just you have to get all of the flags yes you have to do all of the flags and then you have to put the flags underneath like a band the, on the it's just like velcro you just would plop it down like on the velcro where it would stick doing pretty well here minute 52 in mm -hmm. keeping your balance i mean those things too i mean like they start they were like 
I think started like 35, 36 feet, you know, and then the, you know, the next one, they go up like a foot each one. So, okay. I'm following now. So each totem has a flag. You can't just collect all the flags. You need to go one by one. Yes. You have to do them one at a time. There, there are three. Oh, look like you're about to fall. We get a commercial break. <laughs> about to eat it. And, and as you can see too, I'm wet as hell. It was like very hard to see because the rain well, is. No. That's no surprise. A <laughs> single Matt Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you have it. <laughs> Sorry, mama. <laughs> All right. So you fall for the first time here. Want to step aside for a quick second, everyone, and remind you that this episode of The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy is presented to you by Game Time. Game time has got you covered for all of your last-minute ticket needs. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, wrestling, and theater events all near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. You guys know my deal. I've told this story many a times. It was very important for me to see Bruce Springsteen on tour. And Game Time hooked me up at the very last second, 45 minutes before the show, and gave me enough time to get over to the arena with a killer deal on my ticket to see the boss. It's one of my favorite concert-going experiences of my life, and I have Game Time to thank for that. With Game Time, you can see the view from your seat before you actually buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive at the arena or the stadium or the theater, wherever it may be. All-in prices, they show you your total up front. So you know you're getting a great deal without all those hidden fees, and you can buy those tickets in seconds with just two taps on the app. And I want to tell you about their zone deals because I think this is one of the coolest things about game time. With their zone deals, you pick the section, and game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time's going to credit you 110% of the difference. So how can we make this reality? Let me tell you how. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code HARDY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code HARDY, H-A-R-D-Y, for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Get back up. And it's all muddy, too, so now your shoes are muddy. Mm -hmm. Climbing back up. I feel like a challenge like this very much works in your favor. Yeah, uh, yeah, it does. Yeah, this this was very much in my favor. the The adrenaline is not of concern for you. This is a. <laughs> I jumped off that one. Um, this is one of the times. Like, if I would have ran in, if this would have been the first challenge against Jeff, I would have been in trouble because Jeff would have been excellent at this. He would have been really good at this. Jeff was good at the other one. He just chose to bail out. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, he ch chose to become a stuntman. Yeah. And get everybody talking about his hot spot. He didn't do anything poorly in that other one. He would have moved on. He was fine. He just chose to bail out. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I got it. I got it all the way down. You, before you swanton bombed off that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember right. every time I fell off, it was fun, though. It was fun doing that yeah, with that one. On a harness, you got no no worries, right? Oh, like no, you're fine. No, I didn't switch it. Six fifty-seven now, mm -hmm. and you're about to complete the last one, I believe. Here, 
So you complete the challenge. Okay. And what's the final time here? Seven minutes and seven seconds, eight seconds, and then you do a dive off. So seven minutes, eight seconds. That's the time that Jackie's beat. Good show in here, Matt. Were you feeling good about that time? I, I was nervous because, I, I mean, I was like, just once again, just balance issues. Like if my feet could have been wider, it had been much easier for me to bend down at that point in my life. Uh, but with my feet being close, I knew the Jimmy legs were going to be, you know, they were going to be tough. I, I felt pretty good about it, but I was a little concerned. But then Jackie uh, put me at ease pretty soon. So, how, how far was the distance between the totems? Between the poles? Um, yeah. About three probably feet. Maybe like uh, a foot and a half, two feet. Oh, it looks a lot further. Yeah. Probably, probably two feet. I would say that's okay. probably a fair, fair guesstimation. All right. So she is on the first one. She's about to start. Yeah. Clock begins now. <laughs> you can tell she is she is freaked out. Yeah, yeah, she is. The height is definitely bothering her. So also, Jackie's real short. Keep in mind, mm -hmm. she has short legs too. Yeah, even that is just a struggle for her getting to the next yeah. one. See, it, if I was alone up there without a harness, the height would freak me out. But with the harness, if I've got a harness on, I'm good. I don't care. I'll do yeah. anything. Yep. And that's what she was like. She said, get me down. She said, get me down. She said, I, I, I'm too little. I can't do it. Get me down. And we said, you can do it. Come on, Jackie. And like, remember how I told you it seemed like the way it's edited, we do this for like 90 seconds. This was probably like 10 or 15 minutes. Now you're moving up. Like, so you can do it. You can do it. I mean, she was up there 10 minutes before, like, she eventually came down. Well, they have her at a minute try, 20. So, so this, is not right shoot, this is not shoot a minute 29 where she's at right now? Oh, I mean, it, it it could be. But what I'm saying is I think whenever we run up like that and we're motivated, because she like starts crying, we know you can do it. You can do it. I mean, it, it lasted like 10 minutes. Yeah, she's crying, and she said her mascara was running in her eyes. She yeah. didn't see. <laughs> yeah. That's right, yeah. She said, it just rains on my head. My mascara's in my eyes. I'm getting wet. Get me down. <laughs> Get me down. She's two minutes in. She hasn't even gone to the next poll yet. And he's asking her, are you done? This is an I quit match right here. Yeah, yeah. And she says, I quit. There it is. Matt Hardy is the Fear Factor champion. So, so, so that went a little bit longer. That they played with that a little bit. Okay. We like we heckled her for a little bit. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. So and it wasn't even heckling. We were we were trying to. No, you can do it, Jackie. You can do it. You yeah, can do you were it. Being a good guy. It was. It wasn't heckling. We were trying to motivate her, but too like once again, we knew like she she was done. She she wasn't moving. She wasn't not going to move at all. So $50,000 to the American Cancer Society. How'd that feel, yeah. man? Uh, it was good. It was fun. It was, it was, it was fun. And I'm glad it, you know, it was donated to a good cause. And I, I, re I really enjoyed the experience going out there and doing it. I'm glad I, glad I got the opportunity to. That was really fun to watch back. That, <laughs> it was, that was a lot of fun. Fear Factor was a great show. It, it was. It was. I mean, like you said, it was huge. At one point, you know, it was like it was like must see TV. It was a big, big deal. Yeah. And it was so cool that we were, you know, chosen to do it and we got the opportunity to do it. There was a lot of integration with game shows with WWE at the time. 
They yeah. they did a the weakest link. I remember. Yeah. Right, I think it was right around this time too. Yeah, they they did. Uh, and also, I want to say that they did a Family Feud sometime around that era. I I, I always wanted to do Family Feud too. I dug Family Feud. Mm -hmm. What's one game show that Matt Hardy never got to do that he would have loved to have done? I mean, Family Feud is one for sure. Um, uh, deal or no deal for Big Money Matt? <laughs> that, that would be fun. That would be real fun for Big Money Matt, yeah. That's a vignette idea for you, just, just letting you know. <laughs> it's not bad. Good idea. Good creative. It's so funny. You were saying this about uh, – uh, we were talking about tests earlier and just some of the memories I have. But one memory I just wanted to share real quick that was great, and it, it involves everyone's – not favorite wrestler, uh, CLP, right? So uh, whenever we were at the Funking Dojo and we would go off during the weekend and we would do these spot shows, which would be like independent shows here in the Northeast, you know, to like, you know, really take the training and everything we've learned and like apply it in these matches. We had a show that we were doing. It was myself and Jeff versus Christian and Test. And that was the match, right? So we were doing that deal. They were the bad guys. Uh, we were the good guys. Good guys went in the end. But Jeff had one spot right from the beginning where they go and they jump us. We turn around. We get them out of the ring. They land down in the aisle, like by the ramp or the entrance, whatever. And Jeff said, and then I'll, like, jump out. Like, I'm going to do a crossbody. But, you know, I fake you guys out. Then I'll jump up to the top rope, and I'll do a, a moonsault off the top. I say moonsault to, to both you guys. And Andrew's like, okay, all right, okay. And Jeff said, uh Jeff said, okay, great, cool. Let's do it. Let's do it. And then Christian came up to me and Jeff after Andrew had left. And he came up and he said, you know, Jeff, we're getting ready to start TV. And we were, we got the call that we're going to TV the next day. Right. He said, we're getting to start T we're getting ready to start TV the next day. You know, sure guys debut and I'm debuting doing this thing with the brood. He said, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of worried about you doing that because like, I'm just, I don't think we should take that risk because you know, you might get hurt. And Jeff said, no, nah, man, I'm fine. I'm cool. I'm, I'm not going to get hurt, man. It's all good. You guys just spot me. He said, well, I'm worried I might get hurt. <laughs> he said, I would rather not do this because I'm worried I might get hurt. <laughs> and then I remember Tess walked back up to the conversation. He was like, fucking jobber. <laughs> he was, what a fun memory. Was he a good brother? Test? Yeah. Andrew? Yeah. Yeah, we got along with him good. Yeah. One, one thing, one thing, a very, very fun memory of mine, right? The very first time we go to Titan Towers, which was a big deal, during our first Funkin' Dojo, we did two of them. Our first Funkin' Dojo, the first person that we saw uh, was Teddy Hart, you know, and he said, "Oh yeah, seen you guys on TV, you know, two great guys, whatever, you know." He said, "I just want to, I want to, I want to warn you guys, you got to watch out for that, that Jay Riso, you got to watch out for Glenn Cole, you got to watch out for Andrew Martin. You can't trust those damn Canadians." He said, "Stick with me, I'll make sure everything's good." <laughs> And it was so funny, you know. A little they, ironic. Uh, a little ironic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that's a fun, fun, funny story that, that really happened. I mean, our he wasn't very, wrong. You can't trust Jay Riso. Our our very first night, you, but you it's crazy just how how great we bonded with Jay Riso. No, but I mean, he's he's not wrong. You can't trust him. Yeah, no, you you can't trust him. Can't trust it. And, and also, here's something else that he he Christian admitted this to us, and we may have said this when we were on the podcast jokingly. Uh, but he said he was real mad when he heard we got signed because we didn't sign for a little while before we went to a Funkin' Dojo. And he's like, how did those Hardy guys get signed? And he said, like, I remember you guys were having a match against uh, Furnace and Lafon, and I knew you were talking to WWE and stuff. And Jeff went for that aside moonsault off the top and slipped and fell down on his back to the floor, right? 
And Jay said, I got so happy. He said, I hated those Hardy guys just because they got signed <laughs> and I didn't. It's so crazy to hear that because I feel like that too when I was in college. Like my, I distinctly remember my freshman year, like first week, you see all these people around you that are trying to study the same things that you're doing. You know, there's only so many jobs out there in the industry. And you're like, these are all my enemies. Like, I'm going to kick them out one by one. And then those people end up becoming your best friends. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's, you're supportive right. of them and you want them to succeed. And there's mm -hmm. so many parallels in different walks of life with stuff like that. Oh, that's so funny. And now look where you are. <laughs> and now look where I'm at. Honestly, with all due respect to the legend, I'm shocked that Christian hasn't come after you. Yeah, there you have it. The seems I, uh, to be the gig. There you have it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Who knows? Be we'll careful, see. Be maybe, careful. Maybe, maybe, maybe he'll get there eventually. Maybe that's how you get the match. Yeah, and they'll come out and they'll yeah. come out doing that. <laughs> That'll be no the call. Yeah. Understand it. No one's gonna have any clue, but you're gonna pop yeah. each other the whole time. <laughs> I heard that at TV Wednesday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Turn around, Adam Copeland. There you go. There it is. That's like our call. That's our call to one another. That's great. I love that. Those are the things that are going to stay with you for many years to come. Hey, this was super fun, man. I really enjoyed doing this. And any outside the box episodes that we get to do are just awesome. Yeah. So I am hoping that everyone got a chance. If you didn't watch the episode with us and you just listened to us, I hope you were entertained by it. I was entertained talking about it. And if not, if you get a chance to watch along, definitely do because this was an experience and it, it it really does bring you back to a great time in pop culture yeah that time with fear factor and all the game shows and reality television was just taken off american idol was about to start it was such a golden era of television and seeing you as part of that man that's really cool yeah it, it was it was it was a great time i remember we had we went and had dinner every night like a real nice dinner like the crew that was there that was left that didn't go home i mean jeff went home that very first night but it was it was cool we had it we had a good time that week too we got to spend some some nice sometimes when you're with people you work with wrestling like in an area you're just it's like work 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 it's really nice when you get to sit down and just kind of like have a dinner and break bread and like shoot the shit. even like when you know, I was up in your neck of the woods, and we yeah. went and we had that 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 little Asian uh, Asian food, yeah. that Asian fusion place, man. I, you know, those those times are fun. It's nice just to kind of be able to like shoot not the think show. about work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we we get to we get to do a lot of that uh, those nights when we were at the fair. That's Pack awesome. That's awesome. I love hearing that. I'm glad you got to have those memories and those experiences. And hey, Becky Lynch is going to be on Celebrity Jeopardy in the coming weeks. Oh, so okay. keeping that wrestling tradition strong. She's a smart cookie. I suspect she's going to do very well on that. Good. Good deal. Uh, yeah. I, I, one of my best friends was on Jeopardy last year and he absolutely shit the bed on the biggest stage possible. And, oh, we, really? and we have not let him live it down as if any of us could be on Jeopardy in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, I, I could not. That's will, will of fortune is a show. I dug a lot when mm -hmm. I was young too. That'd be fun to do. Will yeah. of fortune. Yeah. No, he, he did really bad in the first round and then in in double jeopardy out of nowhere he just swept a category about vampire literature we had no idea he knew anything about vampire literature but he just swept it and he got himself into second place going into final jeopardy right. the leader was at twenty thousand. he was at ten thousand. so all he had to do regardless was 
go all in, right? He had to bet 10,000 to have mm -hmm. a shot at at least tying first place because first right. place didn't have to bet anything. Mm -hmm. And the first place person bet $1 and they got it wrong. My friend was the only one who got final jeopardy right. So had he bet the most obvious bet, which was just doubling his amount, he right. would have won the game. And who wow. knows? Then he goes on a 40 match win streak, right? And he walks away with thousands and thousands of dollars. Instead, he panicked in the moment and only bet $3,000. So X, Twitter, mutilated him. I felt so bad because because we didn't know how he did. They taped it to yeah. advance. We didn't know how he did. He wouldn't tell us how he did. So I tweeted out. I'm like, hey, tune in to my friend at the Benny C on Jeopardy today. I'm tagging him all this stuff. This is back when I was verified. So my shit actually got seen by people. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and all of a sudden, when he shits the bed, I get all of these hate tweets towards him. I totally dragged him like, you fucking idiot. What you <laughs> And I'm That's like, tremendous. oh my God, I'm so sorry. But then I called him. I'm like, you fucking idiot. What'd you do? What are you doing? Again, as if any of us could have been on Jeopardy. So uh, and I'm jealous of you. I'm jealous of you. I would have loved to have done a game show. I've always wanted to host a game show, and I would have loved to have been on a game show. So be I, a good game for you. You'd be good at that. You'd be good at that. You could fix your hair up real nice, do the whole oh. show. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> well, we want you to be part of our little show here. You go on over to advertisewithhardy.com. You get in on the fun with us. Promote your business to the extreme. Promote your product to the extreme. Get it out in front of thousands of listeners every single week here on the extreme life of Matt Hardy. <sighs> another week in the books, my friend. You got some busy travel. You're on Rhode Island. In a couple weeks, you'll be out in Los Angeles. It's going to be a, a long road for you. Anything else you want to throw out there? Lots and lots going on. Uh, yeah, just uh, you guys uh, keep tuning in. Once again, uh, I think myself and Jeff, there's uh, some evolution coming up going forward. And uh, as I said earlier in this episode, about it's not about becoming hill. It's about becoming real. And I think you're going to see probably the most the most realistic versions of the hardest you've ever seen, especially from like a persona thing where you're going to see like more of us and any frustrations we might be experiencing that really kind of stands out and we use that as fuel, but you know, very, very base, very real. Even if you follow my social media now, I am making much more content that is like true to my everyday life and stuff. Even there was a video I released yesterday where, Wolfie had made me this Valentine's Day bracelet, and I told him I would wear it and, until it falls off, you know, like I wore it nonstop. The only time I would take it off is when I had to take my wrist and go to the ring. But then I wore that nonstop, and eventually it broke, right? And then uh, like a week later, it was Halloween coming up, and then uh, Maxwell actually made one for me as a gift, that's which awesome. was very, very sweet. So thoughtful. That's awesome. But, you know, stuff like that, that's that's the best benefits. And and I even titled the, the little video uh, Children – have made me better. And they, they really have, man. Just, just what I get. I couldn't even imagine my life and like what I would do daily without kids now. Imagine what the multiverse would be had you not been able to stomach all that spleen and animal fat. Could have been on a totally different path, Matt Hardy. <laughs> Who's to say? I'm glad you're here. I know it's very hard being Matt Hardy, but when you got the kids, life's going to be a little better. And uh, I, I hope that everyone tunes into the extreme life of Matt Hardy every week for stories like that and for good times ahead, because we have many ahead, especially at WrestleCade. I hope we see a bunch of the extreme life of Matt Hardy faithful out there for our live presentation of Becoming Broken. Very excited for that. It's going to be it's going to be great. I, this is going to be our best live show yet. 
Uh, it's going to be star studded, you know, and it's just going to be a lot of fun interacting with myself. EC3, Rebby will be there. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, guys. You will have become broken, and the words here have been spoken on the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. We will see you next week. Delete!